Welcome to Game Made Corp, a bi-weekly podcast where we reach in the Imagosphere and pull out the next great video game idea. I am the CEO of Game Made Corp, Bryce. And I'm the CEO of Game Made Corp, Beckers. Last time on this podcast, we made the video game The Weatherman. How'd that do, Beckers? Uh, honestly, you know, I wasn't really, like, listening when Bryce was talking about this game, so, um, it's a little fuzzy for me, but something happened to the weather where it's all cold outside now. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's getting colder. Uh, everybody thinks that this is Bryce's fault, probably because I told them that it was Bryce's fault. So, they're, they're grabbing their, their torches and the, the pitchforks. And they're coming after us, mostly Bryce. So it' not good. It's not good. Not good. Okay. Do our, we, uh, our... do we, did we put out a video game, <laughs> or did you just kind of like forget after we made the podcast and then went home? Uh, we we put something out there. <laughs> I don't know. I put I put somebody else in charge of that. His his name was Fred. I th- I thought I like I was I was in GameStop the other day um watching it crumble around me and I saw a, <laughs> I saw a guidebook on how to beat uh the weatherman um but maybe maybe we just got the guidebook out and, and no one could actually find the game which honestly isn't a bad strategy we might want to look at that in the future sell people the guidebook not the game see if they can win at that's the hardest part of the game is finding the game to beat it okay so how are those uh game eight corp interns doing bryce um have you ever heard of the video game overcooked i have um so they made overcooked one and two and people like that one so i decided we need to make Overcooked 3. So to test it out, I had the interns try and make lunch for me in a series of elaborate kitchens. And I got food at the end. I remember that much. I remember sending at least 10 interns to make the food. And only Jimmy made it out. Or at least brought me the food. So... Overcooked 3 is coming along well. Sounds like it's going to be another battle royale. Uh I mean it's it's <laughs> it's it's uh, it's an objective based battle royale of everybody wins if you can get that food out, but you might not because it's overcooked. And if you fall into the hole you just don't you don't come back out. There's no there's no counter. There's no 5 second countdown in real life. Who knew? Right. Yep. Um, Not us. But we're working on Overcooked 3. But if you have other game ideas that aren't Overcooked 3, you can tweet it at tweet them at us using the hashtag GameMateCorp. I've created a side company making alphabet soup, and I need to get the letters for the soup somewhere. So please use a lot of characters in your tweets. Also... We have a subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash gamematecorp. Free soup if you subscribe to it. Beckers, do you have any game ideas? I do. I have many, many excellent game ideas. All right, so number one. We're going to start this, this podcast off with a game about love. So this is a story game. Where you're gonna go to the gym, so so it's also a fantasy game. Jim Halpert from The Office. No, the kind of gym where there's these machines that make you healthy, is my understanding. So that's a gym. Anyway, you go to the gym. You see another person there who's a real hottie. With a body. A hottie with a body. That has has all the right shapes involved in the in that body. Which shapes are the good ones? Um, sometimes you like 
Um, so Sir Mix-a-Lot likes the rounder types in the booty area. Okay. Um, so you want some circles in there. You want some circles in there. And I think like having a big triangle up top is attractive in, in the male type. So you want a triangle head. Of body. No, not a triangle head. That's that's a different game. That's a scary game. Ah. Have you heard of that? That's a that's nope. That's not attractive. He I was don't think. he was really strong. He went to, he probably went to the gym. He he probably did. You're <laughs> right. So if he is there and that's the kind of real hottie that you are into, then yes, this this game can be about about Finding your way to Triangle Head. So you're, it's a, you're trying to romance Triangle Head at the gym. So you're romancing this hottie. You decide to start going to the gym a whole lot um, so that you can get really strong and impress this person or Triangle Head. <laughs> is, is, is it specifically Triangle Head? I need to know this. Is it? In Bryce's game, it's Triangle Head because that's what he's into. In my game, it's it's gonna be like Jenna Marbles, or or it's gonna be like Chris Pine. I don't know. You get to pick. There's a there's a selection menu at the start where you pick you pick a character model that's the most attractive to you, and that's your goal. Instead of picking a character model, can we just have them pick some shapes and then we make the character model? Pick your favorite sexiest shapes yeah. at the start. Which which of these shapes do you find most sexy? And the the game is going to use high tech technology to roll that into a humanoid, triangle headed figure for you to be in love with. Maybe you want an octagon boy. You do love it. Yep. If you love octagons, it's this is the game for you. This is the only place to get an octagon lover. Yes. We're offering it here first. You didn't know you had that interest until you played this game, and now you know that you actually want an octagon man, and the real world just isn't satisfying that need, and now you just have to play our game all the time so that you can feel love for the first time. Right. So now that you've found this person that you love, you have to go through some trials and tribulations Otherwise, it wouldn't be much of a game. So first, you're, you're going to be preventing <laughs> other people from moving in on your triangle octagon thing. So maybe that means getting into fights in the parking lot or, or just like peeing around them to mark your territory. Um... I don't know. I don't really know what the other suitors are, but I think that works if they're like dogs. Yep. Yeah. Did, does it come with a shiwi? Uh, there is a shiwi included for those of us who have a little bit more trouble standing and peeing at the same time. I would. I would figure the aiming would be the hardest part about put peeing around them, because like. You know, guys Guys can kind of do a circle pretty easy. Girls would just kind of... It wouldn't be so much around them as in their whole atmosphere. You just kind of like... You drink a lot of water, right? And then you just start going and you shuffle around in a circle. <laughs> just be like, hey, how are you doing? With Let a me wide just... stance. The stance is really important. Get around you real quick. I just need to... Oh, actually, I need to get over here a little bit. Oh, oh actually, I didn't need anything. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> it looks kind of like you're doing like a sumo, like, you know how at the start of the sumo matches, they spread their legs and then they slap their thighs and they go, Wah! or something, I assume. No, I I don't know that. Can you explain it to me? So at the start of sumo matches, um, the two competitors, they're in a a ring. What's their name? One of them, his name is Mario and the other one is Luigi. How is Wario not competing in sumo? He is built because for this. Because this is a friendly match. This is a friendly this is a friendly hypothetical sumo match. Okay, and Luigi's doing his best to become a new sumo champion even though he is far too thin for this to be good at this sport. So, 
So Mario and Luigi, they step up into the ring, and then they stomp one big old foot to the left, and then they put their, like, slap their hand on their thigh, and they go, and then they take their right one, their right leg, and they swing it around, and they stomp it down, and they slap that one, and they go, and that's that's pretty much 90% of sumo wrestling, I think. Yeah, and then they just stare at each other until one of them falls over. So this is another game about peeing. A Becker Becker special, as we call it. That's only one portion of the Becker special. So you pee around the person, and it's very important. This is also a stealth mission, this particular mission, because if they notice you doing it, it's really going to be hard to come back from that. You don't want them to see you peeing in public. Unless that's their thing. And then... And that's, you know, if you get the, like, the 1% chance that it's their thing, then you already won the game. You gotta pick the right shapes. You gotta know the shape combination to unlock the pee master character. The the pee kink. Yep. Yes, the public urination king. And then the two of you will be happy together with... At least a hundred feet from playgrounds and schools for the rest of your lives. <laughs> Just because you like <laughs> being peed on doesn't mean you're that's a bad thing. That's true, but if you're peeing in public, that is a crime. Public urination, trust me, I know that gets you on a list, and then you can't go to schools anymore. So that's one mini game. Um, <laughs> one mini game is peeing on them. Second mini game, go on. So I have these boxing gloves. This is the visual component of the podcast. If you're listening, imagine boxing gloves on Becker's. If you're watching the YouTube video, imagine boxing gloves on Be- Close your eyes. Don't look at the boxing gloves on Becker's. Close your eyes and imagine if she had boxing gloves on right now. Okay, and I'll take a quick listen to this. That was me hitting them together. So now you have boxing gloves on your hands and in the gym with the person shape that you love. Um, And there's going to be a kickboxing minigame because I have these gloves. We're going to put that in there. And you got to hit all the right parts real quick like because now this is a VR game. Wait, so was it, was it a, is it a VR game the whole time, or when you go to this minigame, do you now have to get a VR headset, put it on, and, and punch the things good? Um, this can just be a different game, depending on the platform. The kickboxing is a VR exclusive. Ah. Slash a Wii exclusive. Do they still make those? Probably not. No. We're gonna come up with a game for the old system that no longer is being produced called the Wii for the young children. The Nintendo Switch does have motion controls. Okay, well, it's going to come out on Wii anyway. Okay, just because no one else... They're still out there. People still have them in their homes and they're like, I don't know. I guess a new game's out for it. Let's buy it, I guess. Grandma we needs something. We're going to be the only one moving in on this market. It's going to be a good idea. I feel it. So, that... And then we're going to have a running game. So you know how there's the Wii controller and the nunchuck? I don't know if you ever played this game. Okay. But I had Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, and there were running events where all you did was (laughs) wave your arms really fast. Yep, that's a motion. That's a motion. Thank you. Please do it again. No. Um... So there's going to be some arm waving involved, and then at the end of it, you're going to be very strong. And then, finally... Your character or you, the player? Both, because this is for making you healthy, also. Can we bring out new Wiimotes that have weights in them? They're already in production, man. We got this. Easy. We're going to have the strongest fan base, just like that time we made a video game jam. Anyway... (laughs) We're 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 appealing to them again. Were they they? But this time with love. 
We're not just having them dig holes for for our amusement. Yes, this time they're going to find love, which is the real desire of all of them, I'm sure. So they weren't there to get strong. Let's be honest. That wasn't there to end game. So this is the end game brace. After all of this, the peeing and the punching. <laughs> so much peeing. The arms, all of this peeing, your bladder has been exercised more than any part of you. So it's a it's a it's a twenty hour game and like ten hours of it, it's just peeing. It's it's weird. In circles. Yeah. So <laughs> after it all, you finally finish the game and on the end screen you're standing there and you have found your swole mate. That's the game. It's swole mates. I will say that, like, the peeing, peeing around slash on someone, if they're if they don't notice, they're probably they're probably pretty dumb. You're getting a dumb one, but if they, <laughs> if they don't notice, I think it will help keep the other people away because they will be like, that person smells like pee. Maybe not the one for me, but you're like, yes, because that's my pee. I'll take you, triangle head. And that's exactly how marking your territory works. No one wants to go near it now that it's got pee all over it. So I have a video game idea. That's good. I'm not sure how you'll top it. Have you heard of Jumanji? Again? Again. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like... We we did we we focused too much on the animals last time when we decided to break animals out of the zoos so that they could be part of a video game board game experience. Um but there's this this one's a video game because I don't think we can quite encapsulate that aspect of it in in the real life. So you know you you seen the Jumanji film you know how it takes place in the olden days, back in the time when Robin Williams was a young boy, and then he plays Jumanji, and then and then he grows up, and um. I thought you were gonna say when Robin Williams was alive. <laughs> I mean, that's also happened. That was true in Jumanji, but uh. Uh, him, oh, him, God. him, and the girl play Jumanji, and then he goes into the board game, and the girl goes home, and they stop playing Jumanji, and uh, fun, fun, good times, and then other kids play Jumanji, and then the kid, the kid gets out. Robin Williams is free, and then, and then they keep playing the game, and there's rhinoceroses, and blah, 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 and then at the end of the movie. And they finished Jumanji, and the Jumanji game was like, finish the game, and the, everything goes back the way it was when when you started playing the game. And they finish it, and then time they time travel back to when they first started playing Jumanji back in the olden days. And... And they got all the knowledge of, remember those, like, 50 years we lived? I don't know. It's probably, like, 30. Um, and they know about computers and cell phones and all that, but they're back in the 50s. Um, so I want to create a video game experience where basically you someone someone... They've seen the movie Jumanji. They know about this, and then a Jumanji shows up at their house, and then so they they're they're a clever one. They're real Bryce about it. They play. Oh wow! <laughs> they play one turn of Jumanji, um, and then I don't know. A rhinoceros comes out and and runs around in the streets, and then like the zoo comes and and puts it in the zoo, and everything's fine because animals exist. It's fine. We yep. we deal with them. No big deal. And then he puts the game away. He puts it in the closet and put puts it in a box that says porn so nobody touches it. <laughs> and then and then 
and then he lives his I feel life. Like that would get people to touch it more. When you, you go into someone's house and you see a box that says porn and you're like, yes, please, let me see what this person's into. Weird. They're into both triangle uh, um, head and also all of these pictures are covered in pee. That's interesting. No, no, no. <laughs> They're marking no. their territory, Beckers. <laughs> anyway, so he doesn't play it and he lives his life and, and all the great things. And then he's on he's he's an old man now. He's in the hospital. He's gone to the hospice. That's the thing. That's where you old 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 people care, right? Doctor? Ho spice. Ho spice. That's my medical opinion. The the six the six spice girl. <laughs> How many was Ho there? Ho spice. <laughs> there were yeah, five. There were five. Okay, so this is the sixth. They're 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 doing a reunion tour. They're bringing in the the new one. It's Host Spice. She's now counting them. Can you please do it aloud so that we can all hear? So okay, so there's Baby Spice. She was my favorite. There was Scary Spice. Ah, there were five. There were five. Okay, Baby Scary Posh Spice. Um. Ginger spice. I had one more and I forgot it. Sugar and spice. That's not it. Baby, scary. Ho spice. Posh. Ginger. There's ho spice, <laughs> but we're arguing about the six. Okay. Um. So now you're an old man. Okay. And and basically you have used the Jumanji board game to checkpoint your life. You can say this sporty spice. This this is my safe spot on life. It's time for me to go back, use all of this years of knowledge um to to relive my life. I'm going to put all of my dollars in egos. No one saw it coming, egos. They're they're the big company now. They're the Let new Let go Go-O- of those. They're the new Google. Egos, everybody decided Egos were the new super fruit and um, put all their money into Egos and then they bought Google and now they're the new Google and the richest one. So you want to go back and buy Egos um, because they're good. So you are an old man and you need to play Jumanji so that you can travel back in time. Um, and you know, Robert Williams was all, he, he looked all bewildered, but he was in the wild. There was a bunch of young guns playing Jumanji, but you just want to travel back to when you were like 22. Let's say you were a 22 year old. What's the perfect, what's the, if you could checkpoint your life at at one age, which age would you pick? I think... I have reached peak flawlessness right now. So this is this is your Jumanji checkpoint? Yes. Okay. Maybe, okay, let's bring it back a couple years. I was perhaps a bit more physically fit at, like, 22. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 22 is probably good. Um, so, yeah, you need to... Back when the gym wasn't a fantasy game. <laughs> you need to... <laughs> Don't you got kicked out of the gym? For pissing on your future husband. <laughs> yeah, no, ever since then, it's been nothing but a, a hypothetical, because I can't go there anymore. Um, so you're an old man, and now you have to deal with the rhinos and the bees and stuff. And maybe you need to go recruit some young kids <laughs> <laughs> to play this board game with you. So, so like... You go somewhere not too close to a school. You you go to the you you go you you like keep getting your nursing home. Be like, can we go to board game night? And maybe maybe everybody can fight the grandkids. And then you try <laughs> and pick out like the the strongest looking grandkids, but like no real like none of the top tier grandkids come because it's a nursing home. Yeah, so you only get the nerds. Yeah. You only get the nerds who are willing to play Jumanji with you. Yeah. And then, like, like, oh, that that girl looks real nice. Uh, or, like, 
but not not too physically fit. Um, she has she's she got kicked out of the gym a while ago. A real Becker situation. So she'd be like, no, actually, this is this is a one player game. Uh, you're gonna have to go. And then and then you see see Mr. Triangle Head coming along and be like, hey, Sunny Boy, please come on. This is great. This is a great game. Come play with me. And then and then you get him to roll the dice so that he can help you defeat the the bees that are in that game because triangle head looks very very strong he looks like he's got some good bee swatting arms yeah i mean if if i was going to pick a partner to play jumanji with i would take triangle head any point any day any point he's got three points or actually probably more because it's like a pyramid yeah, actually, they call him Triangle Head, <laughs> but he's really a pyramid. Nobody talks yeah. about this. They need to talk about this. <laughs> we need to. We need to. We need to have a discussion about. We how need he's to really crack this case wide open. Triangle Head's a lie. It was all pyramid head all along. Yeah, so there's actually more like five points ish. You have no idea how many points is on a triangle or on a pyramid, do you? It depends. It depends on the base. Look at I know all about geometry, right? So if it's a square-based triangle, then there's going to be five points, the four at the base and then the tip. But it could be it could be any shape on the base. Could be a triangle, and then it would be four. Could be an octagon, then it would be nine. Anybody who has is a math major or has access to Google, can they please tweet at Beckers when when they discover how many points a pyramid has and tell her that she is correct and or the actual tweet that you would do and say, no, Beckers, that's not. You just said a bunch of things. I'm always right. Oh. Okay. Ask my husband. No. Okay, so this is a game about... Uh, uh, playing Jumanji, you're an old man, so you can travel back and redo your life. I was also thinking that basically this is a game where uh, any point you can you can checkpoint your. Oh, oh! Actually, we could incorporate this into other games. And anytime you do a save point, you can do a save point in a, a game any point you want. But anytime you want to go back to your save, you have to beat Jumanji because it's, it's you. Know, it works as a save spot because once you beat the game, things go back to way they were. Perfect. That seems like a lot of time invested every time you need to save, but that's perfect. It'll really quite you'll you'll really go like, okay, I did, I did pee on the wrong guy in Swole Maids. Um, I could go back and rethink my decisions, but I do need to beat Jumanji. So do I just continue on with Jimmy Neutron? Or do I try and go back and go for the real, the real star hexagonal head? Well, technically, I think you could probably pee on somebody, and it, even if it's not the person you picked, it doesn't really matter, because all it's doing is making everyone avoid them, right? So they're just going to have a bad day. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you pee on them, and it's, it's like love juice. You just get that on them, and they, you, you basically got to marry them then. Yep. Never pee, never pee on someone you don't intend to marry. Well, that's my game idea. Um, you know that we could not make these great games possible if it wasn't for our investors. Can you tell me about that, Beckers? So it's time for our investor shout-out, right? So investors, I love you. Aaron C., you're super cool. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a shout out, like the Lady Erin. <laughs> the Lady Erin. The great Lady Erin from the far lands where all the mythical beasts exist. The unicorn. You just called her a beast. <laughs> no, she is also she is like the queen of the beasts of the mythical beasts, the unicorns and stuff. She's got Mother dragons up there. Of beasts. You can, you, if you would like to be like the Lady Erin, you too can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lastgeek and become an investor and be loved by us forever. For $5. For $5.
I love you, Aaron. <laughs> well, while everyone <laughs> is rushing to patreon.com slash lastgeek to uh, invest in this company, can you tell me a game idea? I can. So, Bryce, I want to make a game called Panacea. And before we start, I want to ask you if you know what panacea means. It's the thing, it's the organ that makes it when you drink a lot, you don't die. You're thinking of the pancreas. Okay. However, that is also wrong because it's the liver that does that. So that's two that's two strikes right there. What's the what's the pan what's the pancreas do? Um, it produces insulin, which breaks down sugar. Is there sugar in alcohol? Okay, yeah, but the but the liver is what breaks down. Okay, not literally alcohol, actually. If you're just drinking ethanol, there's no sugar in it. So, fuck you. <laughs> uh, alcohol is literally like sugar gone alcoholy. If you leave alcohol, if you leave sugar out too much, you'll become alcohol. Yeah, but the alcohol part is not processed by the pancreas; it's processed by the liver. But if you didn't have a pancreas and you drank alcohol, would you die? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. If you don't have a pancreas, you're gonna have a bad time, regardless. I think. Can you stop that? Oh my god, I I'm really glad that our like listeners who aren't seeing the video i'm very glad they didn't see that because i'm experiencing some secondhand embarrassment right now and i i'm glad you can be spared from that anyway so let's talk about this game <laughs> so panacea let's do it it means it means a cure-all it means something that cures everything so so like in final fantasy the panacea removes all the stuff like like the poison and the blind, and the venom. It cures That's all the stuff. what the liver does, Beckers. You're trying to trick me again. So, I want to make a game <laughs> called Panacea. Pancreas. I'm picturing a game that's the opposite of Pandemic. So it's Panacea, Pandemic. Actually, I'm realizing... Actually, it's the opposite of Plague Inc., not Pandemic. <laughs> Is it a game where you are the magic school bus and you have to go into somebody's body and then, like, fight off all the little microbes and stuff and cure them? Do you ever see that episode of Futurama where um, Fry ate a, a sandwich with, like, worms in it, but then they were good From worms? And, stop, yeah. And then they made them real good? And then Leela tried to defend the worms. Yeah, and then it was good. And then he went inside and fought his own worms. And then, but it was real. It was a real cute episode. It ended with him playing the music bad. Cried. That was a good show. But then they brought it back, and it was less good. So on this Futurama podcast, <laughs> we will. Um. Do you know what Play Gink is? It's uh, you make bad things and get them around the world. Yeah. So you make a plague and you try to kill all the people. You infect all the people and you kill all the people. I'm pretty sure Pandemic is the same thing. I think, well, Pandemic, the board game, I think it's about curing it or preventing it. I think Pandemic, you're trying to cure it, but the pan Pandemic video game, you're, you're the disease. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so let's let's roll it back. I want to make a game because it's more it's, it sounds better. It's more appealing vocally to say panacea is the opposite of pandemic. Right. So I want to make a game <laughs> that's the opposite of pandemic called panacea. So you're developing like a drug because I'm a drug doctor. A drug that's going to kill like bacteria and viruses, and it will cure all the symptoms, and it'll do all that stuff. So you start with, like, a little pill, and it's going to kill just, like, a few things, and then you have to upgrade it 
to have more curing potential. It's because you want your drug to cure all the diseases in the whole world. See, it's such a positive game. But if you, if you think about pandemic, probably what happens, <laughs> I'm thinking of Plague Inc., but um, probably what happens is whenever you upgrade your plague, what happens is it can mutate and it can be bad and not do what you want. So when you're developing this drug and you upgrade it, so maybe now it cures coughs or something, now you upgrade it and it mutates a side effect with the drug. Okay. Right? So now you don't cough anymore, but also you can't help but punch stuff. It's a very serious condition called spontaneous punchosis. Okay. It's neurological. So it's not a cure-all because it has a side effect. Listen, Bryce. If it cures cancer... It's not a... Nobody... Maybe someday it'll cure cancer. Then it's not a cure cancer. Or, well, then it's not a cure-all. It's a cure cancer. I'm not... If I have a cough... Panacea's the goal. If I have a cough, I'm not going to take chemotherapy. Yet. Because we haven't invented the panacea yet. Okay. So you're going you're gonna to work towards your panacea, just like you would work towards your pandemic, right? You're not going to start off with the perfect drug. Sometimes it's going to make... It's going to make you feel like someone's pinching your butt all the time, but... Okay, so do, do you have to... Do you, like, start off with an amount of money, and then you can pick, like... Like, you start off as, like, a cough medicine, um, and you're like, ah, mm -hmm. the, you know, you can be like, these are the things that cure... This is how much it costs to develop this, uh, um, you know, medicine. And you'll be like, ah, cough medicine. Uh, that A lot of people need that. It costs like $5,000 to make, I have 10000 blah, blah, blah. And then you can start generating money uh, by selling the, the thing. And then as, as, you, uh, as you go, you can upgrade it. So now it also cov uh, is cough medicine, but also helps with the flu. Um, but by upgrading it, you do risk a side effect like that. Um, and like, if the side effect is bad enough, People might stop buying it, so you might not be getting money as much. Mm -hmm. But your hope is to upgrade enough to create the panacea. But mm -hmm. while, while having to worry about you can't you can't roll so hard that people stop buying your drug, because then you'll never be able to up keep upgrading. Because yeah, if you keep upgrading, you can remove your side effects, but you got to manage your money while managing your your ambition. That was very succinct. Well done. Uh, and you can do some like research <laughs> to to uh, roll back the side effects, that kind of stuff. You can do some research to make your drug less terrible, but really, that's not the best option because you're still not moving forward with with your drug. Sometimes it's right. I don't know. I haven't, you know, hashed out all the silly details for silly. Can can you also like just spend money um on marketing so that when you do roll like a punch side effect, you can go like cough medicine, but also you're gonna get so fit from this because of all the punching you're doing. Perfect. That's one of the branches you can go into in your research tree is is marketing. Where people think that this drug is the best, and then like a PR branch where you can just Hush up all the people having a terrible time. And <laughs> I mean, what's the difference between PR and marketing? Because PR is where our lawyers go. No, I'm pretty sure that's legal. Do, what do, I, do I look like I'm a CEO of a company or what? I mean, at the moment, no, not especially. <laughs> <laughs> that's so rude. That's so rude. Okay, I'm the so, CEO of a company. What do you expect? I have a fancy glass. Wow. Um, I don't. 
Uh, tell me more about your game. Okay, well, so you're gonna go and hear all the world, and that's that's the game. Okay. And then you have to manage your money and, and make it so people still want to buy your drugs so they can make more. And then in the end, you cure everything in mm-hmm. the whole world. Yep. And no, there are no viruses or bacteria or fungi to, to hurt people anymore. So then no one's buying your drug because they don't need it anymore. So you go bankrupt. You go straight from multi-gazillionaire to bankrupt. Because you were very poor at managing your money. Because no one's buying your stuff anymore. You have no more income. Okay. Um, and then the the world's really overpopulated now because no one's dying of stuff. And then we eat up all the resources on the planet. And then you find out that you actually killed everyone. By curing everyone. It's a life lesson game. I thought, I thought it was going to result in you creating a virus to try and kill people so that you can get stuff oh, I was actually thinking about it just like then you become like an assassin um company to try and save the world again or you could just manage well I, I mean I, I guess that would help you specifically of just managing your money or you could in- introduce sterility into the water supply I mean that 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 you could you could, that's probably a side effect that'll come from it, and maybe you can just, like, leave that one in. <laughs> if you develop that side effect, then you've extra saved the world. You just leave that one. You're good. If you ever get sick and have to use our medicine, you, you don't get to have kids. Now kids can only be born out of test tubes because everyone's sterile. I think there's a movie about this. I mean, there's children of men where, like, people don't have kids, and then somebody has a kid, and then it's a thing. I don't know. It's a thing. Yep. Well, I think that this game is the best. You know what else is a thing? Charles and the Chocolate Factory. Now, have you ever heard of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Of course. Like any sane human. I want to make the millennial version of that in video game form. How so, Bryce? Um, <laughs> instead of it being a bunch of like, I don't know, 10 year olds. How old do you think they were in the first movie? Probably in both movies. Probably a 10 and a half. Right, probably, probably about somewhere between 10 and 12. A bunch of young young bucks uh, going to the chocolate factory, and that's the thing. Like I, the, the, Willy Wonka sent out his golden tickets, and he says, "Hey, you can tour my chocolate factory um, if you get one of these golden tickets." And then was it you got a year supply, uh, a lifetime supply of chocolate? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the thing, um, and. And it was all kids who got it. Like, are you telling me that no adult would be like, yes, please? Like, like they had the parents and guardians, but it's kind of weird that only kids won that. That is weird. Maybe that was in the rules and only kids could go or something. I'm not sure. That'd be, I'm not sure that'd be legal. Well, with a guardian. Anyway. So in our version... You are Charles, the 25-year-old fast food worker. Just try, you, have, you are a college educator. You are a doctor, but there's no jobs for doctors anymore. You can't be a doctor. You have to go work at a game company. Someone cured all the diseases, so now you can't be a doctor anymore. So now you're just slinging fries, but you decide to treat yourself and get a a uh, bar of candy with your week's pay because it's 2018 and this is this is what things cost 2k18 and you get a golden ticket and you're like yes i get to go to the thing i'm more excited about the lifetime supply of chocolate because i'm so hungry i'm a millennial um and then slugworth comes along Mr. Slugworth, and he says, 
I hear Willy Wonka's working on a new candy, an everlasting gobstopper. If I could get that, I would be the greatest slug worth ever. If you procure his thing for me, I will give you so much money. You will not have to be a poor person ever again. And as we know in the Charles and the Chocolate Factory film, he goes, I don't know about this. And he runs away because the one guy is just like, run away, boy, run away. And it's, it's a weird situation that goes down. But you, a, a 25-year-old working fast food with a doctorate, go, yes, please, Mr. Slugworth. I'll take the money. Please, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you enter, you and the 12-year-olds, because still the original, everyone else who won was kids. You're, you're an adult. Uh, they all have parents and guardians, but you're just there by yourself. Um, maybe, maybe you can bring your dad. I don't know. The, <laughs> <laughs> you're also there with your dad, who's like 50 or something. Um, although, although to be fair, Charlie brought his like grandpa who was much older. Um, and you're in there, A, you need to get rid of the competition. You need to make sure there's no witnesses. So maybe that one kid who's always trying to grab some of the chocolate, maybe he needs to disappear into the chocolate lake. Get him out of the picture. Maybe we can find some ways to get rid of these competitions so they don't see us grab this everlasting gobstopper and get our cash money because you know what? A lifetime supply of chocolate is good, but A, whenever a company says it's a lifetime supply, they're like, ah, oh, here's a lifetime supply of chicken nuggets, and it's like a hundred. And it's like... That's a week. I eat that in a day. Um, but you know, you know what gets you a lot of chocolate? A million dollars. I'll take that, Mr. Slugsworth, please. So you're in there on a mission. <laughs> you and your dad <laughs> need to take out these 12-year-olds. And I assume they're, they're parents, but I assume, like, you know, Violet turns into a grape her mom's probably going outside as well so as long as you 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 take out one of them actually i think if you take out the parent the kid's probably gonna go like i still gonna go on the chocolate ride right like they don't care Mm -hmm. you got you probably got to focus on the kids yeah so you take out the kid to get to the adult yeah tactical like yeah and then once there's no witnesses then you're after that gobstopper so how many kids were there? I think there was five. Ish. So, uh, what are we doing here, Beckers? What's the strats? What's the pro? You're in a chocolate factory. You got to take out some kids. What's your strats? <laughs> Honestly, that chocolate river seemed super lethal. If, if, like, real talk. You can't swim in that. If you get stuck under there, you're never getting out. You're probably, you're, you're going to die. And then you got chocolate in your lungs. I will say, did anybody see how Galuth Galuth ended up in the river? Like he was pushed. He yeah. I don't. Mm -hmm. I I. Oh, it was actually pushed by the rude girl, wasn't she? The rich one. Uh, Yeah, he was. (laughs) He was (laughs) legit pushed. (laughs) Maybe maybe you can like manipulate the kids to maybe take each other out so that like then it's just you and them and you it's easier to to go out like definitely you can use the rich girl the rich girl is probably gonna like you know mess with the other kid just because she's a rich bitch um but the game of thrones style yeah that then then you got to figure out what her weakness is what yeah let's be real charlie wouldn't charlie in the old show wouldn't have lasted a day yeah, I mean to be fair, Just an hour. They they were already up to no good. Wonka was like, "Hey, don't fuck with my shit," and they're like, "Oh no, we're just gonna eat some of your candy that you told us not to." 
And he like We're gonna fuck with your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're gonna fuck with the shit, at least get paid for it. Don't eat this thing, I'm gonna eat this thing. Yeah. At least at least get your uh, slugworth money. Um, so this is a game about going through a chocolate factory as a 25-year-old, possibly with your dad. I'm not sure if that's a help or a hindrance. Uh, I think my dad would probably drag me down. Uh, would you take your, your dad into battle with you, Beckers? I would absolutely take my dad into battle with me. Beckers has a pro strat dad. <laughs> he's been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2 lately, so he's, he, uh, he's ready to be a cowboy now. It'd be real good at uh, taking out some 12-year-olds in a chocolate factory. Yeah. <laughs> His aim's not super kind of, but he'll get there eventually. <laughs> he does his best. He also, he's, he also plays a lot of Grand Theft Auto, so. Okay. <laughs> Someday you'll have to meet Mr. Becker's senior. Uh, the greatest Becker's. Um, do you have any good goofs in this play space? I feel like his candy factory is already deadly. Yeah. Okay. So we actually have two elements here. We act. Okay. Fire. We have to take out. We have to take out the kids. <laughs> we have to take out the witnesses. We also have to keep an eye on those uh, Oompa Loompas. You know those. Those are some scary f's. Um. Two. We need to get that ever laughing gobstopper. Which, I feel like they maybe, did he, I can't remember if Charlie actually stole it, but then gave it back. I feel like he took it and gave it back at the end. They gave everyone the gobstopper. That's it. And they were supposed to just keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the slug dude was a plant. He wasn't the real slug dude. Yeah, but we 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 know we have connections. We know where the real slug yeah. dude is. Th- this time it is the real slug dude. Yeah. Um. So I think it would be really easy to recruit the Oompa Loompas to get them on your side. Also, did the other kids get the slug dude? What 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 was with like how how did the slug do- because the kid got the uh, uh golden ticket and slug dude was right there. I think they all got the slug dude. Because I re- if I remember correctly, Charlie is the only one who didn't didn't accept the offer. Well, I, like, all the other kids seem to be, uh, like, obviously Rich Girl Bitches. doesn't give, yeah, Rich Girl doesn't give a, give an F. Uh, Fat Boy just wanted to, lots of chocolate. Uh, TV Kid didn't really seem to care. He was just like, whatever, I... I was just eating stuff, and I got this thing, and mom and dad told me I had to come, so here I am. Wait, here's a giant TV. This is what I'm into. I'll take that. Um, okay. Fat kid. Violet? I don't remember what Violet's thing is. I just know she really liked purple. She was one of those purple people. Who, if you like purple, you really like purple. Yeah, she was a purple people, so, like, she really had to watch out for those purple people beaters. And she didn't really, like, do do anything. Wait, no. I guess he... She was overeager. I think that was her sin. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Her sin was greed. She wanted more. That was her thing. All of the kids represent, like, seven deadly sins. <laughs> but there's only five. You've got greed for... Veruca. Uh, gluttony is um, gloop. Gloop. Uh, greed is uh, Blanc- Blanca. <laughs> um, Blanca? You mean Veruca? Veruca, assault. Which is a name for a wart. Yep. Well, Blanca is a Street Fighter character. He's the green uh-huh. dude. Uh, there was. Uh, Vi- I just know Violet because it's Violet. You're turning Violet. Wait. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who was Veruca? Veruca was the uh, uh, rich girl. I thought Violet was the rich girl. No. R- uh, the rich girl was the one who wanted the uh, golden goose. Yeah. I feel like... 
I'm confusing the two movies right now. <laughs> Violet was the the one who uh, Willy Wonka was like, "Hey, we got this like experimental uh, um, candy." I think it was a uh, chocolate, like a uh, a Thanksgiving dinner in a gum, and she's like, "Are they like, oh, we're still testing this out? Don't don't eat this." And she's like, "I'll test it out," and she she ate and she it. She ate it. Yeah, I remember that part. And it was fine until it got to the end where it was like uh, plum pie or something, something violet, and she turned violet and it went bad. All right, I'm gonna do a Google. We're gonna. She's okay. Violet. So. And there's TV Boy. I could not tell you TV Boy. I just remember. I'm Mike right... TV is his name. So we've got we've got Violet. That one's easy. I'm trying to figure out their sins. This is the part of the podcast where we learn the sins of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory characters. Um, I'm just going to put salt for rich girl. And there's Charlie. Now, also, is Willy Wonka Jesus in this situation? Absolutely. This is all a metaphor. And, 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 uh, and, uh. Good choices bring you to heaven, which you get to in a magic elevator. And, uh, Slugworth is, uh, the devil trying to tempt you into sin. Whispering, yes. And obviously, millennials are all about that devil. We love we love him and his whole red red thing. We dress up as him in sexy versions every Halloween. Yes, and that is why yes, we are doomed. Right. Remember in the the hit movie um The Three Witches and it's Hocus Pocus? Yeah, that hit movie. And then the one guy who's probably into some weird stuff was dressed up as uh, the devil, and then the, the, mm-hmm. the three witches were like, that's that's our man. Let's go <laughs> ask him what he wants us to do because we're all about him. And then it turns out it was he had a wife that blew up his spot because he was totally trying to get into some freaky shit with the, with the three sisters. That was a good... Good movie that I, I didn't understand when I was was that when I was so little. But they did say hell once, and I was like, oh, Disney. I remember being scared very much when I saw that as a kid. Well, the cat got run over. There was there was a lot of uh spo- there was no the guy this zombie dude with his mouth sewn shut was freaky as a freak mm-hmm. sitch. Yeah, I didn't like him. He was spooky. Yeah, and I'm sure the adults were like, ah, oh, this is so not scary. I saw Friday the 13th, and that was uh, that one was a little scary. I, I peed a little bit, but it was okay because it was on Pyramid Head, and he's into that. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> God. Um... I'm never, I'm never gonna, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to leave that part of my life behind. Did you, did you figure out who the kids are? Or did you forget halfway and, and. They're both in it. And I guess, yeah, because Veruca's the rich girl. I don't remember what there was about Violet, except for the fact that she became a Violet. Yeah, she was just over eager. So Gluttony is defo a gloop. Um, Ruka Salt is greed. What's the what's the seven deadly sins? Uh okay, so let me think about full metal alchemist. Yeah, that's that definitely where I go. Um gluttony, greed, wrath, envy, sloth, pride, and there's one more. Hold on. I'm missing it. The hell am I missing? Violet's definitely. <laughs> I'm just, you know, so innocent. I'm going to say Violet's pride because she was like, I can handle this. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she's pride for sure. What is TV kid? Sloth? Oh, maybe. He might be. Because he didn't want to come? I would say either Sloth or Wrath because he was kind of a dick. But they were all a little bit of a dick. They're all kind of. But dicks. we'll say we'll say sloth, and then 
Uh, yeah, Char- Charlie. So, so um, Charlie's the Hufflepuff of the situation. So, so he who is without sin, yeah, so, well, becomes the new Jesus. So I'm saying Charlie's Jesus and Willy Wonka's God. Oh, because because oh. he he sinned. We're getting a bit blasphemous here, but he was forgiven. <laughs> He he his 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 acts uh, forgave them for their sins. <laughs> I think the moment that we compared Willy Wonka to <laughs> to the seven deadly sins was the moment we entered blasphemy territory. I'm picturing our our art for this game, like a game cover yep. of like a cross. <laughs> and Charlie, oh my god. No. I can't. I can't do that. It's not. I can't. This is too much. So this is a game where you have to take out. I feel like someone's gonna bust my door down <laughs> and tell you, tell me no. This is the Spanish Inquisition. You've committed crimes against the church. Um. So you gotta take out uh, some sinful kids who have. Uh, you have to figure out their sins. <laughs> There's seven deadly sins and and figure out how to push them into the chocolate river. Then you have to hunt them down like Blade. Um, okay. Yep, he does that, I guess. Now they're bad people. And not just children. And then, and then after you've got the witnesses out, then you have to get the gobstopper, which I guess he actually gives to you right away. Yeah, so mission success. I was gonna say... So actually, at that after you take the other kids out, then you actually have to just make sure you don't fall prey to your own sins. And and don't so part of the game is resisting temptation. Which honestly, Char- Charlie failed because he he and his grandpa went all floaty up and almost got chopped up by the blades. Mm-hmm, and then they had to burp, yeah, to save their lives. Burp for your life. They would fail the Charles and the Chocolate Factory video game, uh, but our gamers are the program gamers. Gamers rise up. And they're going to, uh, they're going to do good. I believe in you, players. You're the ones. We, we, you wouldn't buy our games if you weren't the best. Um, okay, so resist the temptation, get to the end. He gives you a gobstopper. To stop your gob. Don't give it back to him. I do not care if he, if the ticket said, you can only have the year's supply of chocolate fac- chocolate if you get through the factory alive. You, nobody read that on the, the ticket. It's there. Fine print. No one took that seriously. Yeah. They're like, why wouldn't we make it through a chocolate factory? What kind of this? They just make chocolate there. Weird. And then you take it and you drive to Mr. Slugsworth's house and you get your money. Because... Get yours. It's 2018, people. Get yours. Start a video game company. Do great things. We believe in you. End scene. Um. <laughs> that got away from me a little bit. Okay. Do you think? Uh, do you? Do you believe? Do you believe in our gamers, Beckers? I do. I think that they can walk this moral tightrope somehow. Okay, well, if our gamers believe in us and also our listeners who maybe haven't played any of our games, you should. They're great. Um, if they enjoyed the podcast, what could they? How can how what can they do? They they can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podchaser. They can also subscribe subscribe to the podcast. And do that other thing I did with the Lilla. They can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or their podcast service of choice because we're on all of them that I have ever heard of and more. And then go to one that you don't like and you can also subscribe there to all of them. Yeah, just to be sure. If We, we need to receive every podcast services. You need to download it there every every two weeks. Just... Or just the one if it's too much. Don't feel pressured. Maybe feel a little pressured. At least one. It makes me sleep better. Somewhere between one and 20 every, at least one. Yeah, but at least one would be good. Yep. Um, just to be sure, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Where where can people find you, Bryce? Uh, Last Geek on Twitter. Last Geek Plays on Instagram. Uh, LastGeek.com. Uh, that's all of them, maybe. Go ahead, Beckers. Where can people find you? They can find me on Twitch at Dr. Beckers with an S. Or on Twitter at Dr. Beckers with a Z. That's where you can find me. Yes. Yep. Uh, we also have a Twitter account, Game Corp. Um, an intern runs it. He watched uh, the movie Demolition Man, and now he's confused about his life. Um, thank you for listening to this uh, great podcast. And remember, have fun. Thank you.